Torah is a, a celebration of joy, happiness in Torah. And uh, first I would like to read with you uh, from Psalm 1, because that same joy we can find in Psalm 1, verse 2. Uh, actually, we will start from the verse 1. Psalm 1, 1 and 2. Blessed is the man who walks in the council, who not in, sorry, my translation is, uh, I am taking the NLT and there's ESV, so that's why it might be different than what's on the slide. So, uh, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the ways of sinners, nor sit in the seat of uh, so scoffers. Yeah, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. So we will pray, pray about it. Heavenly Father, we come to you. And Father, I bless your word. And I ask Holy Spirit, your wisdom and your strength. Help us to understand your word. And also to follow it and to live according to your word. I ask you in the name of Yeshua Amsia. Amen. Amen. So here we see that the, the blessed is the person that the, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And that delight, what we can see, that, that's one example what we just saw on, in that video. That when you are full with his joy, then you can dance. Because dance is a way how you show your joy, your happiness. I'm the, no, I'm the, the person who normally don't dance. And I'm not going to dance here. But my heart is at this moment full with his joy and his excitedness. Because the Lord who we worship, who we pray, he's the one who is based on truth. And, and he is giving us joy and happiness. He has given us, for example, last few weeks we have heard from Pastor Sebastian and from our speakers about Moedim, about the seasons, about the feasts. And Lord, he gave us Moedim, the appointed times, and these are appointments with the Lord, with the God. And he gave, gave us, because he has given us that we can have fellowship with him, fellowship with each other, and also we can find our joy in him. And he, he just didn't give those feasts, but he's also uh, applying those feasts by himself. He's also con contributing by himself in those feasts. And uh, he just didn't uh, make it uh, at one day or something. In the creation, he's, he already planned that how these modim, how these seasons are going to be. So I would like to read uh, with you from Genesis 1, 114. As Brother Finns just introduced me that I like to go to, into the words. So that's why I'm going to give a lot of uh, references. That I, whatever I'm going to say, 
it's based on the, the word of the Lord. And I all, that's also my prayer that when I tell you guys something, these words should not be mine words. And I surrender completely in hands of the Lord that he, he should take over and he takes over. Here in Genesis 1.14, it's written, And God said, Let there be lights in the vault, yeah, in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night. And let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years. And these sacred times, if we read this in uh, Hebrew context, then it's Moadim. These are the sacred times what we have appointment with the Lord. And uh, Lord, He gave us and His people because when we call Him that He's our Father and we are His people, then everything what He has given to, to nation Israel that also applies to us. And Lord, He said to, to Moses that these feasts are mine. Most, mostly we, we became in, in doubt or we think, oh yeah, these feasts or these are the Jewish feasts uh, and these are for the Israelis, but these are feasts of the Lord, Lord Yahweh. He, he gave seven feasts. These seven feasts, one is uh, Passover, second is the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Third is Feast of Firstfruits. Fourth is Pentecost. The fifth is Feast of Trumpets. Sixth, Day of Atonement. And then Feast of Tabernacles. And the Feast of Tabernacles is going, is, we are celebrating this week. It is still the day of Monday. And then the Feast of Tabernacles, it will stay seven days. And seven is the uh, number of completion, fullness. And, it, and uh, because it's a, f a feast of fullness, completion, that, that's why there is an extended feast that is uh, come, uh, come with it. That's uh, the Simcha Torah, the joy of Torah. But I'm, I'm so amazed that how can someone find joy in Torah? Because mostly, as Christians, we, we, we think that oh, Torah is not for us. It's Torah is something foreign. It's, uh, it, it's for the nation of Israel. It's, uh, uh, it's Old Testament. And it's, it has nothing to do with uh, the church of this moment. Am I right? But uh, to understand Torah... That what is Torah of the Lord? Well, we will see first what, what the meaning of Torah is. Torah is a, a Hebrew word. Uh, and each Hebrew word have their stem, their root. And the root of uh, Torah is Yod, Resh, Hey, Yara. Yara means instructions, teaching. And law. And the confusion came about that only the meaning of uh, Torah, what we understand is as a law, that's only because when it was translated from Hebrew 
to Greek in Subtugent. Then they took the word monos. Monos means law, but they law only in the context of, uh, of ancient Greek. It's the uh, Greek philosophers such as uh, Plato or, uh, or Homer or, or something like that. They, all the Greek philosophers, because for them, the words are very simple. They are very uh, one-sided, one-edged. But for, if, if there's a subtugent word with the Greek, uh, with the Hebrew context, it has many roots. It is not only, it's never with the one, one meaning. And when the rabbis, rabbis of uh, Hebrew, they were translated, uh, they were translating from Hebrew to Greek, they used this word, monos. Uh, but the Torah means also instructions. How many people are here sitting with the, they have children or they work with the children? And, and who likes to have their children easy and free that without any instructions? Can someone raise their hand? Yeah, Melissa? If they are without any instructions or without any... Then they can easily... I know your daughters, they are now grown up. So if they are at the age of three, four, as I have my children, if I don't always tell my children that how they need to walk on the road or they can... For example, my son, we were a few weeks ago in, uh, on a vacation, and then he, he saw a car coming on the road, and he liked it. So he ran towards, uh, towards the car. And that's, as a parent, it's very scary for us, and it's, uh, it's harmful for a child. But we had, had to instruct him that, watch out, that's your line, that's the road line, and you, you are not allowed to cross that. For him was, obviously, it, it was not a good that if he get any instruction. But we as parents, it's our duty to, to take care of our children. And in the same way, when Lord is calling Israel or through Yeshua, we can call our Lord our Father, then we need also to follow his instructions. Because Torah is also instruction and teaching. And uh, who, who likes to not follow the instruction? Those who, are, who, those who don't belong to him. Those, uh, those who does not have to do anything with him. Or rebellion. And the father of rebellions, we all know that he's the devil. He's the father of rebellion because he's, he's the one who started the rebellion, who rebelled first against the Lord. He... He will provoke people and say, you don't need to follow any, anything, any regulation, any instructions of the Lord, because you are free, free to do everything what you want. Is it true? Is it uh, biblically right? Amen? <laughs> no, that's, that's not true. Bible does not teach us to be free Without anything, Yeshua, Jesus, he said, take my yoke on yourself. He, he, because my yoke is soft. He's not saying that, okay, uh, I'm setting you free, 
So don't take any yoke and just go wherever you want. He's, he's saying, he's telling that, put my yoke on yourself because it's for the people who work in the fields. They know how to put the uh, ox in the yoke because if you are not putting them in the right way, they will go by in any direction and then you cannot uh, guide them. And it's also same for the human, for the children as well. For example, I was reading from a psychology, uh, psychological book and it was written that how important it is for a child to get discipline, uh, discipline. or for example, um, next to the schools, they have all, you have probably seen there's always a fence to, it's not that the cars will come in or the children will go out, but it's also to show the child that I am safe here. It's, and in the same way, our Lord, our Father, who has created us and who has created this world, he gave these instructions. Instructions that how we need to go with each other. Because when uh, people, they ask Jesus that, tell us that uh, what's the biggest commandment? He said, love your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your might, and also love each other. And how can you love each other if, uh, if there's no harmony, there's no peace? For ex and how you can have peace with each other? That's only true when you follow those instructions. For example, I, if uh, someone liked the beautiful bag of Vivian, and they, they wants to take her bag, then, then you might get problem with her because uh, that's, that doesn't belong to you. It's her love that she can give you, but you cannot just like something, oh yeah, I like this, and uh, I can take it uh, with me. Or if, if you like someone's wife, that, that comes, uh, and you, you say, oh yeah, I like uh, someone's wife, and uh, I, can, uh, I, can, I can have, uh, have her, or some or other way around, if you like someone's husband. Or someone's property, someone's car. And, and who is instructing those things that uh, you should not do? That's the Lord. He said, don't take your uh, neighbor's property the, uh, and neighbor's wife or anything that belongs to him. Stay in the boundaries so that you can go along with each other. A lot of People, they say, yeah, we Torah is, uh, or the instructions of the Lord, they are old-fashioned, we don't need to follow them. Is it real that we don't need to follow them? They are still, uh, they still apply on us. For example, if you um, kidnap someone, the punishment of ki kidnapping, that's, uh, that's death. That's also written in the Torah. And that's also still on the day of today. And how you need to be uh, on, on your work as work, uh, as boss or as a servant. Because that's why, Lord, he gave Sabbath. He gave Sabbath that you, not only you as the master of, of that household, you will take rest. But the, that would be also for you, yourself, your uh, uh, your wife, your children, your daughters, your servants, and lady servant as well. 
and even your an, uh, animals. So he's the Lord who created us. He's, he's putting everyone on the same place. And, he's, and then one would ask that, okay, you just mentioned about servant. So it means that Lord is not against servant, uh, having slave or, or servant. Then I would like to bring your uh, thoughts about that, how a servant in the Hebrew context was. Being a servant in a Hebrew context, it's more like how we now go to a job or, being, uh, or serve as a uh, worker. Because at that moment, being a servant at uh, Romans or Greek or Egyptian, you had no life. You were servant for generations. Your children and children of your children, they would be servant. You can be used as your master wants. But in the Hebrew context, or Hebrew way, how Lord he taught them, he said, uh, after seven years, you need to release them. Once a week, when it's Sabbath, your servants are also taking rest. And uh, if you uh, accidentally break your servant's uh, teeth or something, you need to let him go. And uh, servant is more like your helper. It's not never being in the same way as, as uh, Egyptians, they did. You, oh yeah, and you could not beat your servant. How, how amazing is that, that Lord, at the time of Moses, he's already giving all those instructions and, and our Western society, after so many years in 19th or 18th uh, century, then they realized that we should uh, avoid this uh, slavery system because the people, they forgot or they purposefully, they rejected the instructions of Lord. And Lord, he said, how you need to deal with your uh, foreigners, the, those who do, do not belong to your nation, how you need to go with them. Now in this time, for example, with the, now the Afghan, Afghanistan and everything is again, and everyone is thinking about refugees, and it's so good. But, but who, who initiated that? That how you need to take care of the, the foreigners, the refugees, and the poor among, among you. A lot of churches, I, I really appreciate, they, they start, they try to take care of the poor among, among them. But that's our duty. Every one of us need to follow this. And for that reason, we would see that in Psalms 19, verse 8 till 15, there it says, The commandments of the Lord are right. Bring joy to the heart. The commandments of the Lord are clear, giving insight for living. Reverence of the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. They are more uh, desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. They are a warning to your servant, a great reward for those who obey them. 
how can I know all the sins uh, lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from these hidden faults. Keep your servant from uh, deliberate sins. Don't let control me. Then I will be free of guilt and innocent of great sin. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Because when you know that what is the joy in the Lord of, uh, in the instruction of Lord, in the law of the Lord, then you can taste them like honey. And here when we see that uh, the word is being uh, used in Psalm 2 as well and in Psalm, uh, what we just read uh, from Psalm 19, that meditating. Meditation, it has to do more with practicing. It's not the meditation how in these days people who are doing all types of uh, things such as yoga or meditation or, or such uh, weird stuff what they are doing. It has nothing to do with the Bible. The Bible is saying that how you need to meditate. The meditation of Bible is reading out loud. And not reading out loud just, but also to practice on it. And what we need to practice? Practice on the law of the Lord. Instructions of the Lord. And instructions of the Lord are so important that even when Jesus, he came... He said in Matthew 5, 17. Because a lot of people, they would think, oh yeah, law is not uh, uh, applicable to on, on us. So I would like to read you from the, I'm quoting Yeshua by himself. What, what he's saying. 5, 17. Don't misunderstand why I've, I have come. I did not come to abolish the law of Moses or to or writings of the prophets. No, I come to accomplish their purpose. It's not to abolish them, but to accomplish. And accomplish or complete them, it doesn't mean that it's complete and now it's done with it. As, as most of people, uh, most of us would think, Or that Jesus, when he said on the cross, it is done. So he's, he said, it is done with the, with the instructions. Or it's done with everything. Jesus, he said, it is done with the work, what he started, the work of salvation. Because most of the time we are so get, we get so confused with salvation and the way of living. Salvation Torah was never meant, or the instructions were never meant for salvation. Salvation is only through Yeshua, and that's from the start of the uh, Bible. And Torah, and the instructions of the Lord, is the way how we need to live in His kingdom. Because we are getting prepared for His kingdom. The, the reason why God, He gave us seven feasts, that He is preparing us for His kingdom. He said... Repeat on it. It's more like a rehearsal. It's like a military 
practice that you need to do it again and again. For example, a lot of us, who, those who are working in the offices, sometimes we have uh, the fire brigade practice. So that when it's going to be happen, then you know what you need to do. For the many years, Lord, he gave uh, Pesach fe uh, feast. In Pesach, that you will offer a lamb for, on the behalf of your family or on your household. And they were practicing year by year, practicing, doing, 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 until the real lamb, lamb of the Lord, he came, Yeshua. And then, uh, can I get the picture of uh, Manora? Yeah. And then comes the, the uh, unleavened bread. Unleavened is uh, how the uh, Apostle Paul, he's saying, that remove your yeast from your heart. Yeast is that that it makes, it is uh, resembled, it, it is shown more in the sense of sin. That remove sin from your heart and be pure towards Lord. And Jesus, he took our self, our sins, and he went on the cross. So he fulfilled this feast as well, the feast of uh, unleavened bread. And he, and on the first uh, Bikarim, Bikarim is the feast of first fruits and the first fruits means Jesus he is the first fruit among the dead he is risen from the dead can I hear a amen because because he is risen he is the first and now we are following him and that's why we have the surety that Lord he accepted his offer and and now we are going to follow him and evidence of his offer then we get further Pentecost. After the first fruits, then after 50 days, the next feast is Shavuot. Shavuot is the feast of uh, Pentecost. And the on the day of Pentecost, Lord, he gave when, uh, when the nation of Israel, on the first uh, Shavuot, he gave his people the Ten Commandments. He came with the loud sound with with the fire and uh, with a lot of noise and then he gave his people the ten commandments and the people they had to practice this each year and after so many hundred years then the disciples of yeshua they go with this in the same way with the loud sound with the storm with the fire they got the spirit of the lord the Lord, he came by himself through his spirit to them. And then he gave them the Holy Spirit. That's why the Feast of Shavuot, it's the double celebration. And it's an inseparable feast from Torah, from the instruction, and the Holy Spirit. They are together. They are the one. So from the seven feasts, what the Lord, he gave us, can, can all you all do with me this? This sign, this is uh, seven. Yeah, because the four, first four are done through the, through the Lord by himself. Because Yeshua is the, he's the Lord by himself. Yeshua means Lord who saves. And now the three are left. These three, what we have celebrated in this uh, these past few weeks, 
the feast of Taruha, Yom Taruha, Yom Taruha is feast of trumpets. Because this feast, it resembles then when Christ will come, he will come with the sound of trumpet, with the sound of uh, shofar. Thank you, Henrietta. Yeah. Uh, because that feast, it is the one feast that starts with the, the first day of the month. And you couldn't tell them that on, for example, now we have the Georgian cal calendar and we can already predict that it's going to be on this or that date. But biblical calendar, it's based on, on the lunar and also on the agricultural calendar. So they, they had to see, they had to go out and see when they saw the little bit silver of a little bit moon in the, uh, in the sky. Then they would uh, blow the shofar. That now we can start the feast. And in the same way, Yeshua, when he's saying, nobody knows that uh, when the Son of Man will come, come back. But you will hear, how would you hear? That will be a loud noise, a loud noise of shofar. That he will come like as, as it, the feast of the uh, trumpet was. So we need, these are the feasts that we need to prepare. They are, they are preparing us. The four are fulfilled. The three are still for us to, for preparation. And then the Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is uh, the day of atonement. And the day of atonement is that uh, when Yeshua, he will return. He will return as a king, as a, uh, as a judge. And he will separate the sheep from the goats, those who have lived as a righteous. And how can you be righteous? If you follow his word, his commandment, what he has commanded. In John 15 verse 14, he said, you are my friends if you do what I command. And what are his commandments? To follow the will of his father, to follow the instructions of his father. On the day of atonement, he will separate those who are not following him and he, and then then he will follow he will take them to Sukkot Sukkot is the feast of tabernacles tabernacles means to live among them the feast of tabernacles then then starts the the wedding feast of Yeshua he will celebrate that wedding feast with his people those who are set apart so and that feast takes seven days. And that means that uh, in, uh, in completion. And are you prepared for, those, uh, for these events? Are you prepared when, that when the trumpet will blow, when the shofar will blow, that you can say, yes, I am waiting for you. Are you prepared when Yom Kippur, the day, day of atonement will come, that would you be in the count of... Uh, sheep or in the count of a goat because the goat they were also part of that but the goat it was scapegoat they, they need to go out from the camp because they are not part of him and the sheep would it was more like that that uh, the goat would go outside the camp and the sheep would stay in the camp are, are you the sheep of Lord as uh, today they have given the 
the sim symbolic the sheep to to those children and i love that to see that that they can already see and i would also give those parents ad, uh, advice that tell your children from because that's what lord has commanded he said when you go out when you come in teach your children day by day every day tell them that, that these are the commandments what the lord gave us because that's the that's how you will prosper how you will grow here your life on this earth but also you are getting prepared for his uh, coming back and don't be part of the rebellion team follow him learn more paul he's repeating that the torah is holy yeshua is saying that uh, that heaven and earth they will pass but the uh, even a single dot will not pass from the torah from his instructions from uh, from matthew and uh, in matthew 5 and also in luke 16:17 he said that heaven and earth earth will pass but uh, i will read from you uh, for you that uh, it's easier to heaven and earth to disappear than the smallest point of lord's law to be overturned and i would like to challenge you on this morning that would you like to be the sheep of the lord or the goat you want to be free without and 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 go to the hell or the doom yourself or be with the with your shepherd because yeshua he said my sheep listen to my voice and i would like to ask harriet if she can she can come and tell us that what how we can listen to the word of our shepherd to go more deeper in that by reading the bible of course <laughs> but uh, we also have a lot of opportunities and we call them connect groups or uh, courses and uh, karen just uh, to told me that there are a few more than i had on my list so there's 17 opportunities for you to connect and to read and to learn more about the word and get to know each other so um, i will i will name a few because we have coffee and friends that's a women's group on uh, monday mornings in bussum we have like few prayer groups also in huizen there are three prayer groups only those are in dutch so that's for the dutch people and maybe if you're watching online so you can go to the website and see what it's about we have like prophetic intercessor prayer meeting with vivian here on wednesday evening in church we have um, a prayer group from jobin in huizen it's bi-weekly so you don't have to go every week you know that is more doable <laughs> We have mums and tots from Esther and is starting this Monday morning here in church come with your children and uh, that's also outreach so bring your neighbors as well so the kids can play and the mums can talk and have some coffee and um, pray and read the bible so that's really good we have enjoy in housing they are going to to have dinner and prayer and sing together we have eden the clothing bank but that's also already a big group so try to see if you can go to another group there's a men's group from remy there he is <laughs> that's road to damascus it's a uh, dutch and english but it's on thursday evenings 
We have two groups on Friday for, uh, that are celebrating Shabbat. So we have um, Friday Food and Friends in Bussum from the Morrises. And we have the table, that's a region, regional group, but everybody is welcome. So please uh, check it out. There's also Flevoland Prayer. They have dinner there. And then we come to the Bible study. We have Deeper in the Word with uh, Iluel. I, I think I saw him. Yeah, there he is. Uh, Iluel and Tanya. Are, that's going to be here in church every Thursday evening. And they have dinner there as well. There's a freedom course for women at my place at Wednesday morning. It's in English. And then we have Essentials of the Faith. And I really want to recommend it to all of you. <laughs> that's uh, bi-weekly on Thursday evenings here in the church. And it's, um, yeah, it, it's, the title says it already, you know, Essentials of the Faith. We go through, the, uh, through all the essential parts of the Bible. And maybe if you are new to the faith or if you are already a long-time believer, please do yourself a favor and join because it's really good. And then for um, people who are really new to the faith and don't know yet uh, the, the stories about the Bible, there's the basics. And that we do on Wednesday evening in church, and it starts October 6. But please go to the website, go to Get Connected, and then scroll back to Connect Groups, and then choose one, one of the 17 groups, people. So it's no, uh, you don't have a reason not to connect. Thank you. Thank you. I would like to ask Karen if she can come, and she can pray for these Connect Group leaders. Because Karen, she is the leader who is arranging all those connect groups. So, give her a hand. Thank you. It's easy to lead when you have really a team leads that wants to connect people. So, that's a very easy job for me and for me. Okay, let's pray for those connect groups. Dear Lord, thank you, Abba Father, that we can come together and just pray for these groups and just bring people together, people that... Um, didn't think they would, they would uh, join a specific group that what Henry just told them could speak to their hearts. Maybe it's an, in a more in an intimate, one of those connect groups at people's houses. Maybe it's on a Friday night in Barn in Hilversum. Maybe it's here in church getting deeper into the Word, in the Deeper in the Word course, maybe in the um, basics, the essentials. Lord, speak to these people's hearts and let's just get them all connected and speak.